Welcome to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on Podsource, your home for all things NFL-related. Welcome into the Inside the Gridiron podcast. I'm your host, Jack Borowski. On this episode, we are fortunate to be joined by Max Crosby. Max grew up in Texas. He played collegiate football at Eastern Michigan, where he was a standout defensive end for the Eagles, recording 20 sacks in his playing career. Max was drafted in the fourth round of the 2019 NFL Draft by the Oakland Raiders, and since joining the team, has led Oakland in sacks, recording a Raider rookie record with four in a game against the Bengals. Max, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, bro. To start, Max, we see the accolades as a rookie and your success on this Raiders squad. But we have to start with draft night, I think. Take me back to that phone call. What was the feeling like knowing you'd just been drafted into the NFL? Honestly, it was just a humongous relief. You know, obviously there's so much that goes into it. The process is is very stressful. It's taxing just physically and mentally. But once I, you know, once I got that call, it was just the biggest relief in the world. You mentioned how grueling and taxing it is that draft process. What would you say were the hardest parts of the things you didn't expect leading up to the draft? Um, well, that's tough. There's so many. Honestly, I think it was just like the interviews and all of the constant little, you know, private workouts and stuff that you had to do and travel, you know, after, after my like pro day and stuff like that. That was probably the, Probably the most tough thing. I, you know, I was flying to different cities, all, you know, all the time and every week, and doing workouts here and getting, you know, tested and all that stuff in front of all these coaches, and they're really testing you on every little thing and testing your football knowledge and breaking down, you know, just breaking down your film and every little detail. So um, that was, you know, you had to be super locked in, and you were, you know, you had like no rest, and you know, you had to just get through it and. You know, I'm glad I glad I did, and you know, I definitely definitely don't want to go through that again. We talk about the Raiders; they took you, but going into it, did you have an idea that they were a team that was potentially going to take you based off of that pre-draft process? Yeah, you know, my my agent told me um, from the start that they liked me a lot, but it's it's kind of weird. I didn't I didn't know what to believe exactly because they never. They never talked to me before the draft. They never interviewed me. They literally didn't talk to me. So the only guy I talked to was Coach Buckner, the D-line coach at the Combine, for about 30 minutes, and that was it. So I never talked to Gruden, Mayock, none of them. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was uh, it, it was kind of crazy. You know, I had a feeling my agent, he kept telling me that they loved me, but I was like, why, why wouldn't they talk to me if they liked me? So, um, yeah, you know, once they gave me that call, it was it was crazy. The Raiders, obviously Mayock, and then Gruden. I know growing up, both of us, he was always a ESPN Monday Night Football guy. What was your first interaction like with Gruden? The first time I ever met him was, you know, at the facility when I flew up after I got drafted. You know, I was walking around. I talked to Mayock and met him, and then I finally I got to meet Gruden, and he was like, he was like, "How much are they paying you?" <laughs> and that was the first thing he asked me. And he was just, you know, super excited to have me there. And yeah, he's, you know, he's awesome. I know it's your first year in the league. He's a historic coach. How would you describe him to the public? He watches more film than anybody I've ever seen in my life by far. He knows the game in and out. 
he loves it and cares about it more than, you know, anything on earth. And that's, you know, that's a coach you want to play for, a guy that really, he truly loves it and puts everything he has into it and wants to, you know, wants to win. He's a, he's an awesome motivator. You know, he, he texts me all the time. He just, you know, checks up on me. Little things like that that you don't see um, is, is what I like most about him, just because he's a, he's a genuine, you know, good person. And Max, I want to touch on this a little bit. I found it interesting that from high school to college to the pros, you took a jump in terms of strength and weight gain. Can you tell us a little bit about the weight you put on going into becoming a Raiders? Yeah, you know, that's all I heard the whole draft process on why teams <laughs> were, you know, not not confident in drafting me. So that's all I heard is that I was too small, too skinny. I wasn't athletic. I, I heard everything. But yeah, you know, the whole process when it comes to eating and all that, I give it, you know, I give it all to the people at Exos and, and the people at the Raiders facility. Before the draft and the combine prep and all that, they did, you know, everything they could to get me ready physically. But then once I got to the Raiders, you know, they just, they even amplified it and, you know, got me all the food I needed and, you know, took care of me. Max, we see Raider now, 10 plus sack season. But I think what makes you unique is it's not the four or five star, 50 offer type situation you had it. When you were coming out of high school, what was the recruiting process like for you? Recruiting? <laughs> there, you know, there really wasn't much, uh, much of a story there. I didn't really, you know, Eastern Michigan was my only offer. Um, my first three years of high school, I was a middle linebacker. I was shorter. I was not athletic. <laughs> I, it's, it's hilarious. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't myself. Um, and then going into my last year, I had a big growth spurt, getting a little bit more athletic and things like that. But I had no film at the end of tight end. And we got brand new coaches and they switched me to, you know, obviously I was going to play middle linebacker at six five, and I was like goofy. So. They were like, all right, we're going to play a DN and all this, but I had no film. So I went to a bunch of camps, and nobody would offer me. And then I went to Eastern Michigan, and I, I killed it at the camp, and they took a chance with me. So they literally offered me before I even played the position. you know. So I stuck with them, and I originally was from Michigan. So I, I was like, hey, that's a D1 school. That's all I need. And I just took it and ran with it. And you did produce a lot as a redshirt freshman, but came onto the scene with 11 sacks as a sophomore. What do you think allowed you or helped you have that level of uh, success and jump in production? Yeah, you know, the biggest thing for me was just, it was just physical. You know, I felt, I felt my redshirt freshman year that I, I, I was a little like a step, you know, a step a little bit too slow. I didn't, you know, I didn't take care of my body the way I... <laughs> You know, I should have. I was young and I just ate whatever and I was just, you know, unaware. So the biggest thing, you know, going into that next season was just, yeah, I need to get, you know, I need to lose a little bit of weight. I need to focus on, you know, eating cleaner and all that and, you know, learn the game of football. You know, it was only it was only a couple of years of me playing defensive end. Like when I went to college, it was like my second year ever playing the position. So just getting, you know, to learn the position and watch, you know, continuous hours and hours of film, you know, that led for me to, don't make that big jump in terms of just playing the defensive end position you mentioned how played a lot of linebacker weren't really used to the position came in there and had such a level of success early on 
What do you think about your game like it allowed you to translate so well and have such a smooth transition to the collegiate game at defensive end? Honestly, you know, I, I was a basketball player and I had I had natural athleticism and I always was physical. It just it just took a you know, it took it took a little bit of time for me to physically get the strength that I needed. I needed mentally my awareness. It takes time to, you know, learn what people like to do and in certain sets what this team's gonna do and what how they're gonna try to block me and little things like that. Just, you know, learning and evolving just, you know, made me, you know, transition into that that next step. Max, a big part about college football and football in general is the confidence aspect of it. And you're coming in there not having played the position for so long. This is max high level collegiate division one football. Do you think redshirting that first year gave you a little bit of confidence that you could uh, play at the collegiate level? Absolutely. I think that redshirt year, I, uh, you know, that was the most important year of football in my entire life. I got to go in there. I got a full year to, you know, learn how to be a, <laughs> be a man. I had to be on my own for the first time in my life. I had to, you know, I got to go against starting tackles every single day. And I, you know, I had no coach telling me what I needed to do. I was just a scout teamer. So I went in there and just literally taught myself how to, you know, I found the best ways to beat people. And I was trying crazy stuff in practice, but I ended up winning scout team player of the year. And it literally, it evolved my game. And I found out what I can do and what I do best. And that was honestly the most important year I ever had. At Eastern Michigan, what was it like playing under Chris Creighton? Oh, Creighton's awesome. You know, he uh, he's a he's an old school guy. He's very serious about the game. He wants people to respect it on and off the field. He's a great coach. You know, obviously a humongous part of the turnaround in that program. And you know, I have nothing but respect for him. Well, it was interesting. We know we talk about the whole the scope of things and the journey you're on. Did you ever entertain the idea of entering the NFL draft early as a redshirt sophomore? Nah, you know, that was my first year. Um, you know, that was my first big year. So after that season, I started like, I was like, okay, I got another year. I got to kill it. And then, you know, it would possibly become a, a, you know, a thing. So yeah, I just, you know, I, I really wasn't thinking about it. I just uh, had to have another great season. And, you know, I made, ended up making that decision and, you know, leaving. How were you able to take on a leadership role for those underclassmen? Yeah, you know, that was uh that was one of the things that I really I, I cherish most, you know, being being at Eastern. I mean, you know, the young guys I always went out of my way to help them. So, um they were, you know, they did everything. You know, try to, you know, they did everything they could do to try to pick my brain and see what I do and, you know, I did everything I can do to help them and, you know, try to develop them as players. And Max, Eastern Michigan success drafted in the fourth round. Did you still have a chip on your shoulder motivation? Like, all right, I want to prove that I deserve to be in the NFL when you first got there. Uh, yeah, you know, I everybody told me I shouldn't leave school early. I, you know, everybody had their own opinion. Everyone said I wasn't strong enough. They said it would take a few years, and I trust me. I remember all the things they said, and you know, I just use that every single day as motivation. Uh, you know, I feel like I, I have so much room to grow. And, you know, having that little stuff in the back corner, in the back of my head, uh, you know, that keeps me going every day. With the Raiders, your first year, you get thrusted in with hard knocks throughout the entire offseason. It's a huge show for HBO. Most NFL fans tune in to watch it. 
I know you haven't had another NFL offseason, but what was that offseason like dealing with it? With hard knocks? Um, it was honestly at first, like I was like, okay, we're going to have cameras on and all this stuff. And then like after the first couple of days, I found out that they're going to be like featuring me and like micing me up and stuff. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like I honestly, I, I had no idea. I had no expectations. And then like all of a sudden I had to do, you know, a lot more than I expected. So um, it was a cool experience. You know, it really wasn't that big of a distraction. You know, the people that work there are super cool and um, they make it super comfortable. So, you know, it was it's crazy. You know, you go from being in a Mac school to being, you know, mic'd up for NFL games in a year. Like, it's crazy. It's hard to, it's, you know, you really don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's crazy. But, um, you know, it, it, was a, it was a cool experience for sure. And another unique thing, what was your first game day experience like as a Raider? You know, it was against the Rams at the Coliseum. It was my first first preseason game. I got my first start ever, so that was a big deal for me. You know, it was the first game of ever, and I went in there, and the fourth play, I tried to swing and punch the ball out, and I shattered my hand. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad everything's, you know, <laughs> you know been working out, and I can, you know, stay healthy. How did you deal with it as a pass rusher? Because you played the entire season having to deal with a club for a lot of it. So how did you adjust and use it? I know using your hands is such an important part. So how were you able to utilize your other strengths to mask it? Yeah, you know, at first it was really tough because obviously, like you said, you know, as a D lineman, you're using your hands every single play. And when <laughs> when you, you know, you have a little cast over it, it only helps, you know, so much. And it takes time to get that strength back. And I wanted to get back ASAP. So I was practicing after like two weeks of having a broke hand. So, um, yeah, it was tough. You know, I had to adjust. I had to literally it made my other hand like my superman hand because i had to do so much with it that like i honestly I, I built up a ton of extra strength just always you know i couldn't pull and rip people down the same with my you know my right hand so i just had to use my left hand a little bit too much and uh you know it was hard it was hard at first i can't even lie but um yeah you know it, it took it took you know a few extra weeks and i finally you know i was I was fine after the first couple of weeks. Max, you go from being that leader for that Eastern Michigan squad and come to the Raiders. Was there anyone as a rookie, Max, that you would say were leaders or guys you looked up to on this defense? Honestly, when I came when I came in, Vontez perfect. You know, he he had the keys to the defense, so he was the guy running the show. And um, obviously, it's unfortunate that he couldn't you know finish the season with us, but. Um, he was, you know, a, just a, a great example. You know, he did everything he can to try to get the young guys going. And he was a great leader. And obviously, you know, we have so many guys that, you know, are good leaders that love the game. Uh, so it's, you know, it's awesome to be in that, in that facility. In addition, your rookie class, you guys had a lot of top-tier draft picks. Cleveland Farrell and yourself were a dynamic duo at Pass Rusher. And specifically, the nickname Salt and Pepper that you guys have. How did that nickname come about? It was Cleveland. Uh, he came over there. He started staying in training camp, but obviously we hadn't played a game yet. But um, after the San Diego game, we both had like our our best game, you know, together. Like our you know our best game as a duo. We, he started saying it after the game, and you know they they got it on TV, and everyone just kind of ran with it. So um, it was it was funny.
Yeah, no, I remember the Chargers game. That was a huge one for you guys coming out as a defensive line unit. And in addition to that, Max, what would you say is your I made it moment for the NFL? The one that comes up, I'll probably say my first act. Like that was, uh, you know, it took like five weeks for me to get it. Um, so, yeah, once I got that first act, I was like, OK, I can do it. I know what I can do. And yeah, ever since then, it just, it's, I haven't looked back. And then in addition with the offseason, obviously hard knocks and just being an Oakland Raider, one of the most popular teams, a video of you rapping went viral during the offseason. Is that a potential post-career avenue? Have you always been into rapping? Like what went into that? I made music in high school and I always have made music and, you know, just for fun and having, you know, a hobby instead of, you know, going out and being... (laughs) Being a wild child, I was the kid I stayed inside with my brother and my best friends, and we just made music all the time. So I love making music. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, pursue it after football, but, uh, you know, it's something I just do. Just on, you know, I just do it for fun. We got to touch on because, Max, I know Oakland Raiders now, but moving to Las Vegas, what do you feel that transition is going to be like going from Oakland to Vegas? Honestly, don't even know what to expect. I've never been to Vegas. I don't know how the fans are going to be there. You know, I'm expecting great things. It'd be awesome. But yeah, I'm going to just have to, you know, see when I finally get there. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. You know, the city, the city needs a football team. Uh, obviously, it's sad we're leaving Oakland, and you know, they got the the best fans in the world in Oakland. So um, it's tough, but it's going to be an awesome transition, and you know, the fans are going to be there regardless. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what's in store for you guys. And with this offseason, is there anything, Max, that you're going to be working on in particular to improve your game? Yeah, there's 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 a ton of things I need to clean up. Uh, you know, just physically, I want to get my body in better shape. I want to be, you know, obviously stay healthy. You know, there's, there's numerous things that I can, you know, improve on with my game. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to be the best, you know, version of myself next year. And Max, for our last question, I, there's a lot of trash talking NFL sounds and things of that nature. Would you say that you're a trash talker yourself? And at the NFL level, is there a technique to it? Uh, I would say so. I, I would say it just depends, you know, on on the mood and how the game's going. And <laughs> I definitely, you know, once I get going, I really, I usually don't stop. So as far as the technique, I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's good fun. You know, when you're going out there, putting your body on the line, uh, it's cool to, you know, it's, it's almost impossible not to, you know, start, start running your mouth a little bit and, you know, having fun with it. That was Max Crosby. I guess we could say now with the Las Vegas Raiders, I really appreciate your time and good luck this offseason. My man, Jack, I appreciate you, dude. You just listened to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on PodSource. If you liked what you heard, be on the lookout for more inside scoop into the NFL. Also, follow the show on Twitter at the gridiron underscore NFL for all things football related. This is Jack Borowski, signing off.